Thanks for listening to the Valley Point Church Podcast. We hope it's a blessing to you. Welcome to Valley Point Church. I want to let you know that you are loved and it is a great honor to be part of what God is doing here with you. We are now in week eight of not being able to meet in our church building physically, which is hard to believe. But here it is, week eight, and I want to thank you for a few things. I want to thank you for being resilient as a church, and you have certainly demonstrated that. I want to thank you for being patient. I want to thank you for being generous. I want to thank you for thinking of others first. You have done all of this, and I am very grateful for you and how you continue to respond to walking through a pandemic. Who would have known at the beginning of 2020 that we wouldn't be able to meet in our church home? But here we are, and I am incredibly proud of you and how you have responded to this. So great job, church. And I want you to know, even though we don't know quite yet when we'll be able to meet physically again, we are beginning the process of strategizing and thinking about that return. We listen to local and national leaders. We regularly check both updates from the state of Pennsylvania and the state of Delaware. We are listening to other experts on these matters. And when we get new information, we will evaluate that and then we will pass that on to you. In the meantime, we worship online, and I believe God is doing a great thing in and through us, even during this time. Here's what I want to do. I want to pray together, and then we step into a new theme. So let's pray. Father, we step into your presence right now, thankful for this day, And another opportunity just to look into your word and to discover what it has to say to us. God, I pray that you'd help our minds to be open and our hearts to be alert to everything you want to whisper to us today. And then, God, would you help us to be ready just to go out and do whatever it is that you plant in our hearts Help us to be ready to respond and obey. We pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we begin a brand new theme today called White Napkin Sundays. And this will take us through the third Sunday in the month of May. For those of you who have walked through White Napkin Sundays before, you kind of know what is coming and hopefully you are prepared for this. If you are newer to Valley Point or watching for the very first time, I want to thank you for joining us. Here's what I need you to do. If you've never experienced White Napkin Sundays at Valley Point Church before, here's what I need you to do. I need you to find a white napkin, okay? Or really any kind of paper, perhaps a paper towel or even your mask. You can write on that as well. I just need you to grab something that you can write down a few key words on 
and then remember throughout the week. So please get those items ready. And then here's what I want us to do. I want us to all imagine that we are sitting in a restaurant or a coffee shop together and we're meeting and talking. And boy, doesn't that sound great right now? I can't wait to get back to doing some of that with you. But let's just pretend for a little bit that that day is here and we're in a restaurant, we're in a coffee shop and we're talking, just having a great conversation. And as the dialogue moves along, we desire to write a few things down. Like this is a lot of fun and we're learning a lot from each other and we want to write some things down and the phone won't do. The phone just won't work for this. And so you have to grab the restaurant napkin and a pen and begin writing some things down. That's what I want us to do. So get that paper ready and get that pen ready as well because I want to share some thoughts with you today from my heart. These are pastoral thoughts. Just some things that have been rolling around in my mind over the past several weeks as we are walking through a pandemic, as we haven't been able to physically meet together. I just have a lot of thoughts rolling around in my mind. And the white napkin Sunday format is perfect for sharing this. So this will not be like a normal talk where I look at a verse or a paragraph of scripture and we unpack that and pull out some thinking points and then provide some takeaways. This is going to be a little more scattered than that. I'm going to look at a lot of different pieces of scripture and hopefully draw it all together to where it makes sense for us. So that's where we're headed today. Please get your napkin or paper ready. We're eight weeks into life being reordered. And that's really what's happened for us. Life has been restructured a bit. It's been disrupted. And we're eight weeks into that now. Here are some pastoral thoughts. So here we go. I'm going to divide my big napkin into two pieces here because we're going to use both sides of the napkin today. So I want to begin by having you write down these letters. LV. Anybody have an idea of what that may mean? LV refers to life verse. And this is something that we do at the beginning of every year. We did it in January of 2020, where we just think about the value of God's word and how we need a verse or two to memorize that we can stand on for the year. Well, we walk through that exercise And we all chose life verses. And I want to come back to that now as we step into the fifth month of the year, if you can imagine that. And I want us to remember what we chose back in January. So under LV, if you were a part of this, I want you to write down your life verse or verses. My verses were 1 Peter 3, 15 through 16. That's what I chose. And so you go ahead and you just put down what you chose back in January. Now, 
Again, if you're new to Valley Point or watching for the very first time, you did not have the opportunity to do that. I want you to hang in there for just a minute because I'm going to give you some verses that I think you can claim as your own in just a little bit and use for the rest of 2020. So hang in there for just a few moments while we talk about the verses that we chose back in January. I chose 1 Peter 3, 15 through 16. You chose other verses. I think it's really good for us right now on this first Sunday in May to just go back and reflect and to remind ourselves about our verse or verses. Why did we choose them? And I think it's really good to reflect on this for a bit right now as we walk through a pandemic, which we did not plan on experiencing, to go back and see how appropriate our verses may be for what we're feeling and what we're experiencing right now. See, God's word is timeless. It's timeless. And I think it has this unique ability to speak to all issues in life, even things we may not have been aware of when we chose our verses back in January. So this is all about going back and reflecting and remembering what we chose and why. I'm going to go back to my verses. 1 Peter 3, 15 through 16. Instead, you must worship Christ as Lord of your life. And if someone asks about your hope as a believer, be ready to explain it. But do this in a gentle and respectful way. Instead, you must worship Christ as Lord of your life. And if someone asks about your hope as a believer, always be ready to explain it, but do this in a gentle and respectful way. So even when life has been reordered, and that's what I've been thinking about recently, because that's true for all of us. Here's my verses, and here's how I have been reflecting on this recently. Even with everything that's happened, Eric, You must worship Christ as Lord of your life. That word Lord means authority or leader. So I must. I have to do this. I must worship Christ as authority and leader of my life. And when people ask about my hope as a believer, I have to be ready to explain that in a gentle and in a respectful way. I have loved going back and just reviewing my life verses. And I feel they're very appropriate for how I'm feeling right now. And I want all of you to do the same thing. Just go back and remember what you chose and walk through this exercise. Now, if you're watching this and saying, well, I didn't have the opportunity to do that. Well, then I want to give you some verses that you can claim as your own for the rest of this year. In Matthew chapter 5, it's just a, a marvelous chapter that describes some interesting things for us. And in verses 14 and 15, here's what we find. And again, if you didn't have the opportunity to 
pick out some verses at the beginning of the year. I want to give these words to you. Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 through 15. These are actually our church-wide life verses. And it starts by saying this. You are the light of the world. If you have trusted in Jesus alone to rescue you, and you have embraced his leadership and forgiveness, you are the light of the world. And no one takes a lamp and puts it under a basket. That's not what it's used for, and no one should do that. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. That's Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 and 15. Incredible verses. And if you haven't chosen a verse or two to claim as your own for this year, I would encourage you to grab our church-wide life verses and just make them your own as we walk through the rest of this season and the rest of 2020. And think about being a bright light. You, for followers of Jesus, you are the light of the world and no one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone. And can I just affirm and encourage you? I see so many people at Valley Point being bright lights and sharing that light with everyone in the house. So keep doing that. And the first thought that I want to share with all of us is let's just go back. And remember the verses that we chose. Allow them to sustain us. Let's do that. And let's get them back into our hearts and into our minds. Okay? That's thought number one for today. Here's thought number two. Again, things just from my heart that I want to share with you. Thought number two is this. God is with us. Okay, church, I want you to hear that. God is with us. He's with us. Even when it may not feel like it, and even if we're wondering, where is God in the midst of everything that's happening, I want to just affirm that God is with us. So on your napkin, I want you to write the word Jesus. Here at Valley Point, we spend an enormous amount of time talking about the person of Jesus, what he said and what he did and how he gave his life for us. And we spend a lot of time in the Gospels considering the life of Jesus. Well, when you think about his life, there are three primary movements There is the birth of Christ, and then there is his death and resurrection, and I'm putting that kind of into one category there. And then you find the Gospels ending with the account of the ascension of Jesus. So there's the birth of Jesus. There is his death and resurrection, and then there is 
the ascension of Jesus. Now, uniquely, we find the birth of Jesus being about God being with us. That's what we find. The death and resurrection of Christ is about God being for us. He came and gave his life for you and for me, and he rose again, conquering death for us. So the birth of Jesus, God with us, the death and resurrection of Jesus, God for us, the ascension then is uniquely a reminder that God is still with us. The birth of Jesus, we spend a lot of time talking about that. And certainly we spend a lot of time thinking about the death and resurrection of Jesus. We don't often talk about his ascension, but I want to camp on that for just a few moments with this second thought of God being with us because we see it in the ascension of Jesus. Now, ascension. The New Testament book of Acts tells us that after his resurrection, Jesus took 40 days to meet with people, to eat with people, to prove that he was really alive. And you can read about this in Acts chapter 1, beginning with verse 3. Forty days Jesus had to meet with people and prove that he really was alive. And then he returns to heaven. He ascends and goes back to being with God the Father. This event is known as the Ascension of Christ. Interestingly enough, today, our kids here at Valley Point are learning about the ascension of Jesus. So if you have a child, make sure they watch their videos and then ask some great questions. Now, here's what we read about the ascension in Matthew chapter 28. Again, the ascension is the account of Jesus going back to heaven. And here's what we read In Matthew 28, starting with verse 18, Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you and be sure of this. And here's the thought, and these are the words of Jesus. Be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. These are the words of Jesus here. (laughs) Be sure of this, disciples, I'm going to return to my father, but be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Now, this doesn't exactly feel like God with us because he leaves, But if you continue to read in the grand story of Jesus, you know that the Holy Spirit then comes, God the Holy Spirit, and he takes up residence within believers, meaning God is still with us. And Jesus was pointing to that and assuring everyone, yes, I'm leaving, but God is still with us. So think about this for a moment. Matthew chapter 1 begins with an angel appearing to Joseph, the earthly father of Jesus, and saying, 
Mary is going to have a baby, and you are to name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. The death and resurrection of Christ speak to God being for us. And then the book of Matthew ends with Jesus assuring everyone, hey, don't forget, God is with us. So Matthew chapter 1, God is with us. Matthew chapter 28, God is still with us. It's almost like Matthew, the writer here, is trying to reinforce, please don't forget as you embark on this journey of following Jesus, that he is always with you. And this is something for us to remember. Okay, church? So no matter how we're feeling right now, no matter how satisfied we are, or even how discouraged we may feel with life, And where we find ourselves right now, we need to know the story of Jesus is one that consistently reminds us God is with us. So allow those words to encourage you today. Okay, is this making sense? Life verse, let's go back and remember the verses that we chose and why, and even remember our church-wide life verses about being a bright light. I think that's really important right now. So let's remember those verses and then let's attach to that the truth that God is still with us. He's still with us. Okay, here's thought number three. A story will be shared on the other side of COVID-19. A story will be shared of survival and how we made it through and other things like that. A story will be shared on the other side of COVID-19. I want to encourage all of us to shape that story now with God. A story will be shared on the other side of COVID-19. Let's shape that story now with God. The challenge here is to build a memorial of how God is providing and sustaining and encouraging us. Let's look for those God moments and those God winks in the midst of this and build a memorial. In biblical times, they would often do this. They would actually take big rocks or big stones and they would just begin stacking them up together. And they would do that as a way to build a memorial that they could look at and show their kids and their grandkids. Hey, see that stack of stones over there? Well, that's when God did this, or that's when God showed up, or that's when God provided. That's when God came through for us. These stacks of stones became known as cairns. It could be small stones or big stones, whatever It was, they would put them together, and again, it would serve as a memorial. I want us to be thinking right now about the story we want to share with our kids and our grandkids about this pandemic in 2020, and here's what God did in the midst of this. So let's begin stacking some stones now so that we have a grand story to share of more than just surviving 
And more than just getting through, more than just being lucky perhaps, but a story of God providing for us and God being with us. So in Joshua chapter 4, this is an Old Testament book and it's a marvelous account of God's people moving into their promised land and so many good stories there. The book begins with God's people stepping into their promised land for the very first time. And in Joshua chapter 4, Joshua is the leader of God's people and they find themselves on the edge of a river and they're not able to cross it. And so they cry out to God and God performs a miracle. He opens up that river and they walk across on dry ground, similar to when they left Egypt and walked across the Red Sea on dry ground. It happened for them again. And as they were going through that process, Joshua took stones from the river and they built a cairn. They built a memorial to be able to point to and say, here's what God did for us. So in Joshua chapter 4, here's what it says. The people crossed the Jordan on the 10th day of the first month. Then they camped at Gilgal, just east of Jericho. It was there at Gilgal that Joshua piled up the 12 stones taken from the Jordan River. Then Joshua said to the Israelites, in the future, your children will ask, what do these stones mean? What's that pile of rocks over there? Well, then you can tell them, this is where the Israelites crossed the Jordan on dry ground. For the Lord your God dried up the river right before your eyes and he kept it dry until you were all across just as he did at the Red Sea when he dried it up until we had all crossed over. He did this so all the nations of the earth might know that the Lord's hand is powerful. And so you might fear the Lord your God forever. Church, we have the opportunity right now, as we're still walking through this, we have the opportunity right now to continually look for God's sightings and God winks and mark that and write that down or to build a memorial, to start stacking some stones together about what God did for us. We have the opportunity to search for God at work and then pass that information on to others. So the encouragement here from my heart to yours is that a story will be shared on the other side of COVID-19. Let's shape that story now with God's great provision so that we will be able to say to others, yeah, there was that thing in 2020 and, and we got through and, and we were lucky and boy, it was really inconvenient, but we made it. What would it look like if we had the opportunity to attach to this time frame, an incredible story of the provision of God. And so let's start stacking some stones so we can pass on these stories to our kids and our grandkids and anybody who asks. All right, I have one more thought that I want to share with you. And that is... Church, I just want to let you know that I love you. I love you deeply, and you're missed, 
greatly. Right now, I share this to an empty room. And I miss seeing all of you gathered here and the joy that's a part of when we're together as a family. And so I just want to remind you that I love you. And I miss seeing you. And we're going to move on to our takeaways. So I stop crying here, okay? Here we go. Three takeaways. And you can write them wherever you want on your napkin. Number one, review your life verse. That's a really important thing for everybody to do right now. Just review that and get those words back into your mind and be amazed at how God gave you something at the beginning of 2020 without us even knowing about COVID-19. God gave us some words. Let's go back and put those into our minds. And if we need a verse or some verses because we weren't a part of that, well, Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 through 15, let's not forget you, you church, You, follower of Jesus, you are the light of the world. So review your life verse. And then the second takeaway is this. Remember, remember, God is with us. And even if it doesn't feel like it right now, we claim that by faith. God is with us. And then the third takeaway, shape a story of provision. Start stacking some stones. Shape a story of provision with God. Father, we are so grateful for the opportunity just to remember a few things that are really important. Like scripture, it matters and we need to put words in our minds that point to you. And God, I'd ask that you'd help me to really go back to my life verses and help our church to do that. And for those who are considering claiming a verse for the first time, help them to grab Matthew chapter five or something else, but just to have that and remember that and stand on it. So it's good to remember that. God, I think it's also great to remember that you are with us, even if it doesn't feel like it. You're with us. And God, I pray that you would encourage all of us to begin building a memorial now, to begin stacking some stones that speak to God's provision so that we do more than just look at this time as a period of inconvenience. And what a mess that was. But we view it as a time where we got closer with our Heavenly Father because he's with us. And then, God, would you help us just to keep loving each other and serving each other in the process of all of this. Help us to keep looking to you. Eyes on Jesus. Eyes on Jesus. Give us a great week now. We do pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you call Valley Point Church home or would like to make a donation, please go to valleypointchurch.com slash online giving. If you're in need of prayer, we would love to serve you in that way. Send us a message at prayer at valleypointchurch.com. Be blessed.